Zen nicotine pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime, which means Zen pairs well with you, your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Visit Zinn.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zen. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. It's Dexcom. With the new Dexcom G7, you get better diabetes results without those awful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or to your watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affect your glucose. It makes it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's so easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. A gorgeous young San Antonio mom leaves the home she shares with her mother and two little boys racing out to work as a paralegal. It's all caught on ring doorbell cam, but she's never seen again. Where is Chrissy? I'm Nancy Grace. This is Crime Stories. Thank you for being with us here at Fox Nation and Sirius XM 111, where we still care about missing people, especially children and unsolved homicides. What can we do to bring Chrissy home to her two young boys, as young as three years old? First of all, take a listen to this. Unknown or just... The scariest part. So many scenarios are playing out in the mind of Lauren Liao. And she's not just a friend, she's a sister. Her friend, Chrissy Powell, whom she's known all her life, is missing. Liao is speaking on behalf of the family. It's just been really hard to kind of wrap our minds around where she might be, what could have happened. Liao says this is not in her friend's character to just vanish, calling this disappearance bizarre. Police and the family have even checked the jail and hospitals. We just want you home. You were just hearing our friends at KENS5 and the very best friends speaking out. And there's more. Take a listen to our friends at Living Lovey Delora. Listen. I actually have the Next Door app and I reached out to her mother personally because she did post a thread on there about um, her daughter, um, Chrissy Powell. And this is from her mother. She let me know her name is Christina Powell. She left my house in Apple Creek, 1030-ish, Tuesday, July 5th, heading to work, driving a black Nissan Rogue. Her office is around I-10 and Vance Jackson. She never showed up to work. Can you imagine so desperate? You're reaching out on Facebook, Insta, Twitter, trying to get the word out 
about your missing girl? You are hearing from the best friend, but the mother desperate calls police. It takes them three days before they report Chrissy missing. Why? First of all, let's get to the facts. With me, an all-star panel to make sense of what we know right now. I'm going to go straight out first to special guests joining me, Stephanie Pagonas, crime reporter with Fox News Digital. Stephanie, thank you for being with us. And I, I can't stress the urgency because every hour ticking by in a missing person's case makes it more likely we'll never find her alive. Start at the beginning. Thank you, Stephanie. Go ahead. Thank you, Nancy. Yes, that's right. So um, as you just mentioned, Chrissy Lee Powell lived with her mother. She woke up that morning. She was running late. She told her mother. Um, she runs out the door at the time, as you can see in doorbell footage. Um, she, Her mother says, she said, I love you and be careful before she left. But her daughter left behind some of her belongings, namely, according to family and reports, her cell phone, which she left on her bathroom counter. She also left behind medication and family later determined that they believe she left behind her Apple watch as well. They believe that because when they went to go track down the watch later on after her daughter had not come home, they determined it was actually in the vicinity of the home. Hey, hold on just a second. Stephanie Pagonis uh, joining me from Fox News Digital, special guest today. I want to go quickly to Dr. Angela Arnold, renowned psychiatrist, joining us out of the Atlanta jurisdiction. You can find her at AngelaArnoldMD.com. Dr. Angie, quick question. Um, have you ever been on vacation, okay, and you, you, you come back, and it just happened to us. We took the twins on vacation. We came back. I raced in the kitchen to make the twins breakfast and for my mom. And I turned to my husband and go, did you feed the cat and the dog yet? And he goes, oh, my goodness, I'm out of my routine. The point is, she had just come off the July 4th break. She had, you know, maybe Thursday night, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. This is Tuesday morning, July 6th. She's like, oh, dear Lord in heaven, I'm late for work. Very responsible, never late, never misses work. That's important regarding behavioral evidence. She even calls the job to say, I'm on the way. Here I come. I'm late. I'm sorry. Jumps into her Nissan Rogue. I believe it was a 2020. Stephanie Pagatis, correct me on these facts if I've got any of them wrong. And takes off. And the mom sees her leave to go to work. 15-minute drive, seven miles, right? I think she forgot her iPhone and her didn't put on her Apple Watch because she was in a rush and she was out of her routine a little bit because of the break. What do you think? I agree with you, and but I'll tell you something, Nancy. One of the first things that came to my mind was that it, it also sounds like she could have been distracted. Something, she could have been distracted. She could have had something on her mind that none of us know about. Someone could have contacted her. I don't know. But it sounds to me like she also could have been distracted. Okay. Well, number one, is there anybody on this panel that's not distracted? But I understand what you're saying, something out of the ordinary. But that leads me to another issue. Jason Campo, chief prosecutor of Cameron County, Texas, Five years in the DA's office regarding family violence. I mean, I could go on. Renowned lawyer in that jurisdiction. Jason, a lot. I'm really upset. Now, this is in San Antonio, and it's in a um, really low crime neighborhood uh, of San Antonio. I believe it's Apple Circle or Apple Orchard. Apple, Apple what? Apple Apple Creek. Apple Creek. Thank you for the wrong information, Jackie. (laughs) Yet again, Apple Creek. And the reason I'm saying that is because, um, let me just throw out New York City, okay, where I've lived for so long. There's Manhattan, and there are, there's the Upper East Side, there's the Upper West Side where all the rich people live. Then there are other areas that are high crime. This area, Apple Creek, on a cul-de-sac, I mean, this might as well be Beaver Cleaver. Leave it to Beaver. I'm sure you remember that. There's no crime there. It's not like somebody carjacked her as she's driving out of the driveway. 
Help me out here. Throw me a bone, Jason Campo. There's anything that could have happened to her that morning. She she only worked 15, 20 minutes away from there. I'm familiar with that area being here in Texas. Anyhow, going to San Antonio on a regular basis. But uh, there there's nothing in that neighborhood that would make you think anything suspicious would happen right there in front of her house. As far as leaving her watch and her phone behind, I think we've all been in that situation where we're running late for work and we're just trying to grab everything that we can and and we leave things behind. You know what I thought of, Jason Campo? One time in 10 years, I was late to a calendar call. I was humiliated and mortified. My car started smoking out from under the hood at a red light. I'm like, that's not good. And I managed to get there really slowly. I parked the car on the street and raced in without any of my files. Jason Campo, you know what I'm talking about. This was a an arraignment calendar call with 150, 170 defendants, all felony on it, waiting for me. I got in there. The courtroom was totally silent. Everybody was in place. The judge was sitting there. God bless him. He never said a word. And I started court. Oh, I'll never forget it. So that is just in my mind because this woman does not run late. She's a paralegal. You cannot be late if the lawyer has a court date or something similar, Jason. Normally, we we try our best. Uh, my paralegal is hardly ever late, but uh, every once in a while, something might come up. You might oversleep, miss an alarm, especially coming off the long weekend. Your schedule is off and, and your mind is just not back in the place where it needs to be to, to get back to work on time. And another thing, Paul Zeick joining me, former police commander in Albuquerque, um, domestic homicide, stalking, and, and author, stop him from killing them on Amazon. Paul, another complication, and I don't want to refer to the children as a complication because they're, they're like the joy of her life. But when you have children, a three-year-old and a 12-year-old, you've got a lot to do before you can get out the door. If one of them says, Mom, my stomach hurts, you got to deal with that before you can leave. No wonder she left her iPhone. It, it makes a lot of sense that she would be in a rush. And, you know, I was having kids myself. You know, there, there's a lot of moving parts. It's almost like a small business. But I will say that when she left that morning, she did have her purse on her shoulder. She sure did. As she exited. And th- that just leads me to believe there could be a little more to the leaving the iPhone possibly in the 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 iWatch behind. It's the only trackable means that that there would have been and those were left behind that's slightly concerning. Um I'm also interested in her car. It's a twenty twenty Nissan Rogue black in color and we researched it as soon as I found out that Chrissy's missing. You have to buy the nav system, which is, you know, true in practically every car. You know how you buy a package? Do you want Sirius XM? Do you want this? Do you want that? Do you want um, carpet or leather? It's part of a package. And I don't know if Stephanie Pagonis, she had that nav system. Uh, we don't have a cell phone. We don't have an Apple Watch to track her. I was thinking, does her Nissan have a nav system? Thank you to our partner in making today's program possible is Grand Canyon University. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes we're endowed with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And the American dream starts with purpose. GCU equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's online, on-campus, and hybrid learning environments are designed to help you achieve your unique academic, personal, and professional goals. Offering over 330 academic programs as of September 2023, GCU meets you where you are and provides you a path to help fulfill your dreams. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zen for a spin. Zen Nicotine Pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Ready to start your new journey? Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge. Enjoy Zen Nicotine Pouches for 10 days and discover a fresher way to experience nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. Here's how to get started with the Zen 10 Challenge. Simply pick your strength and varieties online and check out. Once your Zen nicotine pouches arrive in the mail, enjoy pure nicotine satisfaction at your leisure. After your 10-day trial, let us know what you think. If Zen isn't for you, no hard feelings. It's that simple. Order online at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com to start your new journey today with the Zen 10 Challenge. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's crime stories possible. It's Lisa Mattress. Don't let a bad mattress stand between you and a good night's sleep. Lisa Mattress can help. From memory foam mattresses that hug in all the right places to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer incredible comfort and support at every price point. Collectively, their mattresses have over 20000 five-star reviews. Delivery is free, returns are easy, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your own home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash nancy for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash nancy. Thanks, Lisa Mattress, for being our partner. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I'm putting the cart before the horse, Stephanie Pagonis. I cut you off at the pass. Pick it back up. This is July 6th. It's 1034 a.m. We know that because of the ring camera. She leaves. I've watched it 50 times. She's walking out very, like, you know, walking down the halls of the courthouse. She's on her way, not dawdling, jumps in the car, and mom sees her leave. Then what happens? So that's correct. So this was actually July 5th, Tuesday, July right, 5th, thank you. around 1035 in the morning. She walks out the door, like you said, mom sees her driving away. Um, mom said it, it seemed as though she was going to work. She said, her mother believed that she was going to work. And not only that, but her mother said she believed her daughter believed she was going to work. Um, but then around noon that day, or, or I should say more around lunchtime, one of her colleagues shows up at Chrissy's home. Her 12-year-old son answers the door and they said, is your mom home? We haven't seen her. Apparently, the coworker wanted to check in to see if her mother might have, or to see if Chrissy might have fallen back to sleep. The 12-year-old, though, went to check to make sure. And of course, Chrissy was not home. The next day, Chrissy's mother called the police. Hold on. Just a sec. Just a sec. You just said something that's very, very critical in my mind. Dr. Angie, the, the office, the law firm where she worked, mm-hmm. realizes it's so unusual for her not to be there. They dispatched a female colleague that goes to Chrissy's home. Is your mom here? It's so unusual. I mean, when have you seen that happen? Not a lot. Never. That the office sends somebody to the home. And I got to tell you, the relationship between a lawyer and the paralegal is very close. They work hand in glove. Uh, I compare it to my investigator, Ernest. We did everything together. We ate lunch together. We ate supper together. We did everything together. We've been at the Georgia Supreme Court and strip clubs together trying to find witnesses and make our cases. So when your paralegal doesn't show up, 
that's a big red flag. And it was so unusual. She's so reliable. They actually send somebody to the house. They don't just call the house. They send somebody. You know, Nancy, the other question that I have about this also is, has this ever happened before? Because isn't it, isn't it odd that she asked, is your mother still asleep? Yeah, nobody would ever think I'd be asleep at 1034 in the morning. What do we know about that, Stephanie? Because if she's never missed, uh, been late to work before or skipped out on work totally, you know, I, I don't see any any indication. But I did notice the question was, is your mom asleep? Or did they say, is your mom here? So so that's a good question. Um, so this is, this is coming from Chrissy's family who say that the coworker, came to the house because they thought she might have fallen back to sleep. Hmm, interesting, interesting. Some things might have been lost in translation there, but Chrissy's mother did tell me that it is unusual for her daughter to be late and rushing in the morning. I mean, when you said, Stephanie, lost in translation, for all I know, the coworker said, hey, is your mom here? And the little boy said, no, she's at work, but let, let me make sure she didn't fall back to sleep. I don't know how that got right. in the mix. Guys, take a listen to our friend, Isis Romero, K-E-N-S-5. In the search for a missing mother who could be in danger, Chrissy Powell called the law firm where she works last Tuesday to say she was running late. On that day, Powell was seen on video rushing out of her home, but she never showed up to work. Since then, there has been no sign of the mother of two. Leal even went down the route her friend would have taken to work to see if maybe she crashed, but nothing. Chrissy Powell has wavy shoulder-length hair. She is 5'2". If you know of her whereabouts, contact police at 210-207-7660. You know, uh, we know the female co-worker came to Chrissy's home around 1 p.m., so she probably came right after her lunch break. So, Stephanie Pagonis, when did mom... Uh, and I find this interesting that she lives at home with her mother and her children literally on a cul-de-sac in Apple Creek uh, neighborhood in San Antonio. Jason Campo with me, chief prosecutor out of Cameron County. Jason, you said you're very familiar with the Apple Creek area. Tell me about it. It's a, it's a kind of a small community there in the heart of San Antonio and like the bigger city. It feels like you're kind of in a smaller town. It's quiet, uh, trees lining the sides of the roads. It's a, it, it feels like everyday American town that doesn't feel like it's part of the big city, but is also right there attached to it. I'm very familiar with it. My first cousin uh, lived there forever as a cowhand, okay, running a ranch uh, uh, near San Antonio. Beautiful area. And why I keep saying cul-de-sac, and I say that Paul Zike because... You ever driven down the cul-de-sac and you get to the very end and you think, wow, if I lived here, I'd live on that last house on the cul-de-sac? Absolutely. No traffic. Yeah, it's not a cut or a cut through to get from the shopping center to the the, uh, uh, grocery store. You know, it's not a cut. There's not a lot of traffic. You can't cut through a cul-de-sac. You don't have a lot of uh, back and forth traffic there. And here she is at the end of a cul-de-sac in Apple Creek, neighborhood for Pete's sake where nobody people could probably leave their doors unlocked which I do not advise and that is significant here because there's nobody hiding behind a bush to carjack her at the mailbox no and there's no piece of information that would even suggest that Um, certainly right off the bat I would the the fact that no money's taken from her account I think the the financial aspect uh, of that is taken out even low-level criminals um, well, you know, if, if they're going to take you at gunpoint, uh, you know, they're going to take you to the ATM. They're going to make you take money out. They're going to, you know, they're going to pursue what they want as money, you know, obviously to buy drugs. Um, and the second real concerning issue is um, the July 3rd text message threats that have uh, been mentioned with her ex. You know, Stephanie Pagonis, uh, Paul Zyke joining us out of Albuquerque brought up an interesting point that, 
um, nothing taken out of the ATM, which suggests to him a random carjacker didn't grab her and force her to go to the bank to withdraw money. But it also indicates something else. If you think about it, the flip side of that is if she were just going to walk away from her beloved children that she took care of and loved and lived with, she hasn't withdrawn any money to live off. What is she going to do? What? Go forage in the forest? That's not happening. So that that's a, a double-edged sword right there. Uh, is there any indication she took any money with her, Stephanie? So far, her mother hasn't said whether she has actually taken money with her. But what her mother has said is that while they have been able to determine no money has been taken from her debit account, they have had trouble and faced resistance in obtaining information about her credit accounts. They say that when they contacted the powers that be to get that information, they were told that it can't be provided to them because Chrissy is an adult. So that's something that remains uh, to be determined more or less by her family. They are worried about her. They are trying to figure that out, but so far they have been unable to do so. You know, Jason Campo, chief prosecutor, joining us out of the Texas jurisdiction, that is total BS, technical legal term, because um, I know that in some jurisdictions there are special laws that have been passed to quickly get cell phone records, quickly get bank data when someone is missing. And all it requires is a police subpoena. And I don't know what the holdup is here, but we know this. The mother has her cell phone. We know there's been no ATM activity, but that is concerning. And that brings me to the major point that police sat on their thumbs. San Antonio PD, I'm calling you out, sat on their thumbs for three days before they reported Chrissy as a missing person. What? I don't know if they put out a bolo for her before those three days, if they were just uh, be on the lookout for her. It's not a missing person. You put out a bolo on an escapee from the jail. Please. That's correct. Sometimes they do that in the first couple days of a missing person case, too, uh, to just be on the lookout, um, especially when there's nothing that shows right from the beginning that there's some kind of foul play as they're starting the investigation. So I don't know if, if maybe that's what they were doing. And then once that led to nothing, that's when they switched it to a missing person case. But uh, on top of on top of the money not being moved, I, I think even if she wanted to walk out, she would have at least taken her medicine with her right because that's not going to change and so i think the leaving the medicine that she needed at home too just says that she was planning on coming back that day after work i agree i agree completely and i want to talk about her two children but first take a listen to our cut eight our friends at crimeonline.com family members say they have checked pal's bank account and there's been no spending activities or withdrawals her mother was able to access the account from the phone that was left behind They have been unable to look into her credit card activity, however. Her route to work has also been checked. The distance from her home to work is roughly 7 miles and takes about 15 minutes to drive. Powell's friends and family have retraced the possibilities, looking for a possible crash. Local hospitals and the county jail have been covered, too. But no sign of Chrissy Powell. I've made up a list of what I think cops should be doing. And remember, people, I've already told you this. This ain't no tea party at Highgrove. We're not sitting across from Queen Elizabeth, all right, and her corgis. Jump in. This is what I've determined they need to be doing. Number one, get other ring doorbells in off that cul-de-sac. You know they've all got them. Uh, leading all the way out of the cul-de-sac. And then red light cams, if they exist, Parking garage or parking lot evidence at work. Did she make it that far? Uh, did someone accost her when she got there and take off in her car? Check intersections for evidence, um, including evidence that her car may have been hit. You know, there is uh, a scam where somebody will run into your car. You get out to check on it and then they carjack you in the car. That's possible. I would be checking those intersections and the entire route along the way. When I circle back to you, Stephanie Pagona is joining us from Fox Digital. I understand the family retraced her route to work and found nothing, but you need a crime scene analyst going out there, possibly even a reconstruction, uh, an accident reconstructionist to look to see if there is any um, taillights 
or broken glass or broken plastic that they could find from that sort of an attack. Um, also, was she a moving target? Did someone somehow jump in at a red light, jump in at a stop sign? Also, is there any key card information? Did she try to get into the building but couldn't? Uh, also, is there nav information, navigation information that we could obtain? Also, gas station information, fast food joints along the way. Did she drive through Starbucks to get a coffee? Um, also, tag grabbers. Tag grabbers. There are those little poles you see on the side of the interstate or the road. Uh, with a metal horizontal strip, they're grabbing your tag license. And thank heaven they exist. Those are just a few things that I want to throw out. But to you, Stephanie Pagonis, could you address that, please? Yes, absolutely. And I do do want to point out that one of the things I found, uh, I noticed in this case, I should say, in the missing endangered adult flyer that police released at least the, the one that they sent to me, they did not even include information regarding the kind of car she was driving. Oh, dear Lord in heaven. You know, I love Andy of Mayberry, but what is this, Barney Fife? What? You've got to put the car in there. I mean, there's a great picture of her standing by the car, but normally they do a, knock, a mock-up, Stephanie Pagonis, of that make and model that year in that color, as best as they know it, with a big picture of the tag number, which I have written down P Pennsylvania Y Yellow J Joy 8564. PYJ8564. Black Nissan Rogue. That's what we know. That's a good catch, Stephanie Pagonis. This girl is no dummy. Take a listen to our cut nine, our friends at CrimeOnline.com. Chrissy Powell is originally from New Haven, Connecticut. She graduated with a degree in psychology from the University of Texas at San Antonio and works as a paralegal. News reports looking at Powell's social media posts say that Powell is the mother of at least two boys, ages 3 and 12. Powell's longtime friend, Lauren Lale, says she took pride in being a mom. In 2018, Powell posted a photo promoting domestic violence awareness. But her latest social posts are on a more happy note, posting a puppy update with photos of her two dogs, Oliver and Chevy. So this woman has a psychology degree at University of Texas, San Antonio. She's originally from New Haven, Connecticut, and she's made a real life for herself. It's not like she's out uh, turning tricks and buying crack on the corner. That means a lot, Dr. Angela Arnold. Explain why her lifestyle is significant. It sounds like she's a very responsible person, and 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 of course we don't know a lot of her background. It sounds like it seems like we don't know a lot of her background, her different relationships that she's been in. But she certainly seems very responsible at this point because, like you said, Nancy, I, I'm not sure how many people are aware of how of the kind of job that a paralegal does, but it's a very important job, and you have to be really good at that job for somebody to keep you around because the Lawyers depend very heavily on their paralegals. That's my understanding. So she's got two children. She's living with her mother. She's got a new car. She's got a full-time job. She's got a good degree from college. It's not easy to get a psychology degree, okay? So all of these things indicate a stability in her life. Okay, I was waiting for you to make the connection to victimology. Jason Kemba, what I'm looking for, everything that Angela Arnold said is, is true, but it all equals to one thing, low crime risk. Absolutely. She she seems like a low crime risk type of a victim. She is somebody that is reliable. She's somebody that you can count on. The fact that they sent somebody to her home tells me that she's worked there long enough that they think that she is odd or out of her behavior that she wouldn't come in. We do the same thing here at our office. If we can't get a hold of somebody by 9 o'clock, 9.30 in the morning and we haven't heard from them, we send an investigator or somebody to their home to check and find out what's going on because in order to maintain these jobs I think you have to be a reliable type of a person and when you do something like that it sends up red flags right away. Big 
thank you to our partner in making today's program possible. It's Grand Canyon University. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes we're endowed with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And the American dream starts with purpose. GCU equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's online, on-campus, and hybrid learning environments are designed to help you achieve your unique academic, personal, and professional goals. Offering over 330 academic programs as of September 2023, GCU meets you where you are and provides you a path to help fulfill your dreams. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private Christian affordable. Visit gcu.edu. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. If you're a smoker looking for an alternative to traditional tobacco, you might feel uncertain at the thought of changing things up. Maybe you're ready to make a switch, but don't know where to start. Maybe you've tried vaping, but it wasn't your thing. Maybe you've heard of smokeless nicotine products, but aren't familiar with the options. Meet Zinn, America's number one nicotine pouch. Zen nicotine pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. Which means Zen pairs well with you, your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life. Because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Zen is a satisfying tobacco alternative that puts you in control of your nicotine experience which means Zinn pairs well with you. Visit Zinn.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zinn. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's crime stories possible. It's Lisa Mattress. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new natural hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design icon West Elm, the natural hybrid is the culmination of the two companies' shared values of premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the natural hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. I want to do that. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Go to lisa.com forward slash Nancy to learn more. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash Nancy. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. You know who's making me mad is H-E-L-L right now? Sherry Papini. Why? Because you heard Paul Zike, as he rightfully should, because this is always an avenue of investigation, say, hey, you know, maybe she went off on her own. I don't think she did, because she's so attached to the three-year-old and to the 12-year-old. But Sherry Papini has forever muddied the water, because this young soccer mom takes off and basically Leads us all on a wild goose chase, although a lot of her the story didn't fit together at the beginning. But she shows up Thanksgiving Day, beaten up, branded. Her body has been branded, her hair cut off. She's lost like 30 pounds. 
her bones broken, claiming that she has been held by two female sex assaulters. Uh, Really? None of that fit together. She has forever tainted the well, because now whenever a mom goes missing, they go, ah! She's pulled up a peony. I don't think she has. Stephanie Pagonis, um, one, another thing that's very troubling is this. Take a listen to our cut 10, our friends at CrimeOnline.com. New information shows that Chrissy Powell and the father of one of her two children argued over text messages. Powell had left her phone at home the day she disappeared. Her mother, Claudia Mobley, told the son that her daughter had argued with the father of the three-year-old. Mobley says she doesn't know what the pair were arguing about, but she adds that it wasn't unusual. Mobley says that she doesn't think the ex could have hurt her daughter, and he has spoken to the police. I also suspect, Stephanie Pagonis, that he has the three-year-old, because I understand that um, Chrissy's mom is taking care, had both the children when Chrissy went missing, but now the most recent reports are is that she's taking care of the 12-year-old. Where's three-year-old? Yes. So as of recently, I would say as much as, as, as long as over the past year, uh, Chrissy's ex has had the three-year-old in his care. So at the time of her disappearance, it was the 12-year-old at home. And the 12-year-old is in Chrissy's mother's care while the three-year-old is in Chrissy's ex's care. So they, I bet you they were arguing about custody and visitation because I can't stress enough they've just come off the July 4th weekend you know uh, to you Jason Campo one of my best friends is a female defense attorney and her specialty I'm embarrassed to say is drugs Uh, one hit a crack to a drug lord that's her thing she says she would rather try a drug lord for murder than get involved in a domestic argument. And we know these two were arguing via text, and it had to be about the three-year-old, because what do they have to argue about? Other than they don't live together. They've been separated for some time. Uh, What else do they have to argue about? I mean, you get between a mother and her baby, uh uh-uh, fur is going to fly. Can I just say that? Campo. It definitely is a correct statement. It, it's it's one of the things that uh, you know. I everybody always says like, oh, criminal law is difficult, and aren't you worried about you know working in criminal law and putting criminals in prison? And I I always tell everybody, you know, I would much rather do what I do than do family law and get in between a parent and their child, right? Because that seems way more dangerous than working in criminal law. I mean, Paul Zeit, former police commander, I've told my husband a million times, David, I love you, but nothing can compare to the way I feel about my children. I mean, don't even. So if they're arguing and they've got nothing else to argue about... It's got to be about the three-year-old boy. You know, Nancy, um, definitely agree with that. It's going to be something involving custody or visitation, uh, something along those lines. But I'll tell you one thing that really rings true in this, and and in many cases, is people do unexpected things. When you mix kids, custody, uh, you know, interpersonal uh, relationship dynamics, you find people, you know, kind of going off the deep end. So when somebody... Like her mother says, yeah, they argue a lot. And they, you know, it's, it's not really alarming. It's kind of, it's kind of normal. Yeah, that might be normal for the last two years. But one, uh, you know, conduct inhibitor, which I like to say is one big thing, like you're never going to see your kids again, or you're, I'm taking you to court for full custody or anything like that can trigger an event. And that very well could be what happened in this incident. Very astute analysis. Guys, take a listen to Our Cut 7, our friends at CrimeOnline.com. When Chrissy Powell didn't show up at work, one of her colleagues went to her Apple Creek home to check in on her. Powell's oldest son, 12 years old, answered the door. When asked if his mom was home, he replied, she's at work. In a span of just three hours, Chrissy Powell disappeared. Claudia Mobley says her conversation with her daughter that morning was nothing out of the ordinary. They exchanged morning greetings, followed by, I'm leaving, I'm late, and be careful, I love you. Mobley saw her daughter drive away. After the colleague's visit, and when her daughter didn't return home, 
Mobley reported her daughter missing with the San Antonio Police Department the next day. You know, it's interesting about that. Well, so many things. Dr. Angela Arnold, renowned psychiatrist, joining us out of the Atlanta jurisdiction. And you can find her at AngelaArnoldMD.com. Dr. Angie, the dichotomy of it being a normal morning, grabbing your stuff, running out the door, you're late, um, saying, bye, love you, be careful. It just brings back to mind uh, the day I learned my fiancé had been murdered. I had been in a statistics exam, and I walked out. And inside, it was an old building at Mercer University, and it was dark in there in the hallway. And I walked out, and it was sunny and bright and beautiful. I thought, wow, and started walking to work. The dichotomy between what feels to be a normal day and then all of a sudden your world blows up Nobody is ready for this. That mother and those two children are not ready for this. It's it will it changes everything. Well, and it knocks them off their guard also. So first they're in shock about what's happened and and they're kind of learning what's happened all along, right? It's not like you go, "Oh my god, she's been kidnapped. Oh my god, she's run away." No. Every day they're wondering in their mind, "Oh, what in the world happened to her? Why would she do this?" So people are trying to gather evidence, but at the same time, there's a level of shock that's going on with the family. I want to talk about those angry texts to Stephanie Pagonas, a crime reporter with Fox News Digital on Twitter. You can find her at Steph underscore Pagonas. Stephanie, the ex, the father of the three-year-old boy, has spoken to police, is my understanding. That's what reports say, yes, although I have not gotten a better idea from police about how much they have spoken with this man or what he has shared with them. Police, when I reached out to them yesterday, um, they wouldn't tell me much in terms of when she was reported missing or anything along those lines. I'm hoping to get get a better idea today. I, I also just want to say, Nancy, um, from what I'm told from the family, there there are Chrissy's, Chrissy's two sons have different fathers, although I believe the father of her 12-year-old son is not in the picture. Um, so it sounds to me like the, 12, the father of the 12-year-old is ruled out, and we're dealing with the father of the 3-year-old. The fact to you, Paul Zike, that he has, we think, cooperated with police, I find that significant. I don't know the level of cooperation, but that fact that he spoke to them at all is encouraging. Well, if he had any any reason to do this, and if he had planned this out, um, and and in fact was involved, um, he, he's probably going to have a pretty clear path in his head of what he needs to do. He can't say, you, you know, look, I won't, I won't talk to you. Uh, he's going to end up being the number one suspect, and he knows that. Um, the reality is that you, if you have a missing female. You look for the male that she's either in a relationship with, was in a relationship with. There's some male point of contact that uh, is probably going to lead you to where she's at. And he would know that. So I'm not impressed with he's cooperating with law enforcement. And again, we don't know the level of cooperation. I mean, has he submitted to having his home searched, his car searched? Has he submitted to letting his cell phone data be accessed? In other words, triangulated. Where was he at the time she goes missing? I mean, I would be on that like a cheap suit. Not because I know anything bad about him, but statistically, statistically, Jason Campo, you look first at the lover boyfriend X. It's always where you start. That's where you always start. And he's got to acknowledge that because statistics are just too overwhelming. Um, also, the ratio of stranger on stranger attacks is much lower than attacks by somebody you know. Would you agree with that, Jason? Absolutely. It, almost always, I'd say 90% of the time, it's somebody that you know when there's an assault, even if it's just a friend on friend or somebody that you've been having issues with over time. There's all, there's always that link. I think there's so many things in this case that we don't know yet. Um, is there some, how long have they been separated? Um, how long has she been in a relationship with somebody else since she was separated with him and is that a person that we should be looking at there's so many different things that we just don't know yet the answer is the car 
In just seven miles, this young mother of two, Chrissy Powell, seemingly disappears. Find the car and we'll know what happened to Chrissy. If you have information, please dial 210-207-7660. Repeat, 210-207-7660. And remember, no one has been named a suspect or even a person of interest in this case. The field is wide open. But I can guarantee you this mother did not walk off on her own. We wait as justice unfolds. Nancy Grace, Crime Story, signing off. Goodbye, friend. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. Amazing. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, your exercise, and medication decisions. All those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and a lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn Nicotine Pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's crime stories possible. It's Lisa Mattress, a collaboration between Lisa and West Elm. The natural hybrid is made from natural latex, natural wool, and environmentally safe foams. The natural hybrid elevates your sleep and supports. Go to lisa.com forward slash nancy to learn more. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash Nancy.